0: Hello and welcome to the Tavern Chat podcast. I am your host, Derek Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor at the Tenkar's Tavern blog. Unless we forget the similar, sim, the similar, the, the, those that are named in a like fashion. How about that? I can't pronounce similarly too many letters. Uh, we have a Discord server, Facebook community. And a mewe community. They're all fairly active. Um, heck, our Discord uh, server records podcasts on it. Uh, hopefully, theoretically, possibly tomorrow night. Uh, what time? I wrote this down somewhere. 8 p.m. Eastern. I uh, should be interviewing Matt Finch. So if you go to the Discord server, lower left corner where it says Tavern Chat Podcast. The Fireside Chat Voice Room is where we will hopefully be recording it. And, of course, the Fireside Chat Hashtag Room, which is the text channel, is where you can comment, ask questions, and hopefully we'll get to whatever you ask uh, via text. Well, we'll actually answer it loud, but you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to get back to doing some more Fireside Chats, you know, intimately. I don't want to call them interviews because interviews feel too forced and formal. And I, I certainly like to avoid that, but yeah, we should be going back to getting some, uh, uh, another one or two lined up and another, maybe one or two that I have to line up. So if we can go back to like one a week, sorry, Pex. I know you liked it when I was doing two to three a week, but uh, my sanity level, I was failing. But if I can go back to, Averaging for a month, I think we'll be back to a pretty strong spot. So today, what was I thinking about right before I I hopped in to record this? And I was thinking about Dark Sun, the setting from AD&D to E. And, uh, you know, Dark Sun was a dark setting. And your spellcasters, you know, cause damage when they were spellcasting. Spellcasting so was pretty much turning the world into a desert. But that wasn't the innovation that I latched onto. to. The innovation that I, and it wasn't, by the way, it wasn't those horrible flip books for adventures that were really fucking annoying to use. So it wasn't those. And if you're thinking about doing coiled flipbooks for your adventures in the future, anybody, please don't. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm begging you, please don't. But I was thinking of the stable of characters that you had. Now, I haven't broken out my Dark Sun rulebooks in a long fucking time. Probably uh, not since uh, I stopped playing, so. Oh, God. Uh, 97. That's probably the last time I looked inside that. But as I recall, and you, your character started at third level. I don't worry about that. But you had a stable of characters, and what it is is you say you have your three characters, and we're gonna just we're not gonna use dark Sun classes. We're gonna use classic uh, RPG OSR type classes. So you got your your fighter your magic user, and your thief. And the you know, GM gets you guys together and it's like, all right, we're doing an adventure today. This is what's going on. And you go to your, I'm going to call it stable. You go to your stable and go, all right, well, I want to bring my fighter this time, or I want to bring my magic user. And somebody was like, all right, well, I'm going to bring this. And, and it allowed you not to get into a rut. And that, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that playing the same character for uh, a campaign that could last weeks, months, years, will get you into a rut. However, there is a nice thing about changing what you're you're doing; it allows you to keep things fresh. And again, if I recall correctly, when your character that's adventuring leveled, one of the other characters in your stable would also level. And you couldn't level anybody past the level of the active character. I believe I recall that correctly. So you couldn't say, uh, have your fifth level character and, and say, oh, I'm going to run my first level guy because he'll then become second and I can make my fifth level guy sixth. No. But the idea was to keep all your characters relatively uh, balanced and level, okay. Or, I like that idea. I actually think, so think I want to explore that idea. I want to break out the box, which is in storage right now, if I recall correctly. I want to break that box out. I want to reread the rules for having the multiple characters. Nightmare. It's not you have multiple characters, but then not multiple characters that you're running at the same time. You're running one character at a time, but it also means that, hey, if one of your main characters bites the bullet, or your active character bites the bullet, you don't go, oh, geez, now I gotta re roll it. You already have characters ready to go. Now, one way to do that is to kind of do the DCC funnel. Remember, you start with four, generally four characters. They're all zero levels, they're all putzes, whoever survives, you know, is your new main character. Maybe something similar. You don't have to have characters that excel for this work. You might have your favorite character, one that you're running pretty much every session or so, but it doesn't mean that you can't branch out a little bit too, right? So I'm gonna have to figure out a way for it to make to work for Swords and Wizardry. It's not gonna work for Swords and Wizardry Light, I don't think, or Continual Light because of the way leveling is handled differently. It's by the sessions, but for an experience point driven game, I think we could work something out where it would it would balance out. And I like the idea of my PCs having options at the start of an adventure now somebody's going to ask i'm asking right now how how does that work with the sandbox i i would say the sandbox you probably only be able to swap out once you hit some kind of civilization and it will also require a little hand waving because yes the players characters would all know each other but you know, Adam, Boy, and Charlie for Player One would never adventure with each other. They would only adventure with David or Eddie or Frank. Yes, I'm I'm using the NYPD alphabet. Um, so there's problems. And, of course, we have to allow no trading of items, money, magic, spells between characters within... That one player's stable. I don't think I like the word stable for this. And I, don't, I guess I'm coming back to that because, you know, when you're not running a horse, you know, put it in the stable. You got a couple of horses in the tavern's stable. And that they're waiting to be used. And it's kind of the same. For the, it's got to be a better, better terminology. Uh, maybe somebody will drop in on the uh, voicemail and give me an idea for a better terminology but I do like this concept and I think uh, with the new year, I'll probably start running a campaign to play test some of the materials that I'll be writing for swords and wizardry and preparation of the upcoming uh, reboot release of the swords and wizardry box set. So I'll put a call out when I do there are, you know, I, I, there are some players that, you know, potential players that will definitely get the invite. But I might also put an open call out. But, uh, yeah, I like the idea. Also means that the first session is just going to be character generation. And maybe some giving a background info. But uh, it's not bad either. In any case, that's where my mind is going today. I got to write this shit down, don't I? I know. All right, folks. Again, if you listen on iTunes or I, my iPodcast or whatever they're doing on your phone now. They broke it down, I think. Uh, if, you can, if you're enjoying this, leave a review. Leave a, a rating. It helps. Believe it or not, it helps. The only way this podcast is going to continue to grow is by getting the word out. And that's an easy way to do so. so I really do appreciate it. As always, folks, be safe, be well. God bless. Roll those dice. And I will talk with you tomorrow. Tomorrow, by the way, is 1 o'clock game, 1 p.m. Eastern, New York Giants versus New York Jets, which means it's most likely that there will be a winning New York team tomorrow. Now, of course, they could also tie. It could be a 0-0 game. They can't have a negative score, right? So if they tie, technically nobody wins, but then nobody loses. So it'll be be a weekend where a New York team doesn't lose. I suspect we're going to have a New York team winning and a New York team losing, but we'll see. All right. On that note, folks, laters.